Welcome to Become. I'm so happy you're here. I am your cheerleader and guide to become more, more authentic in how you operate your business, career, and life. More hopeful about achieving your goals, more aligned with your gifts and amazing abilities, more freedom filled with happiness and contentment. Your human design chart is beautiful, and that means you are beautiful. Your human design chart has special gifts, and that means you have special gifts. Each episode, I share how you can operate to have more authenticity, more hope, more alignment, and more freedom. Let's start becoming more. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting your human design to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business, of your career, and of your life. Now, human design gives you a roadmap of the gifts that you were born with. It gives you that awareness of those gifts so that you can take action. So you're not looking at um, your overthinking, your overanalyzing, your overstrategy, you're being taken out of that mindset and shifted into listening to what does your soul want you to hear? What pathway does your soul want you to take? The beautiful thing is that when you align with your soul, abundance comes towards you in all the areas of the life that you want. We have a beautiful guest today on the podcast. It's Shaitali Desai. She is the founder of the beautiful Beauty Confidential Lounge. The Beauty Confidential Lounge is for visionaries who desire sacred alignment, who women who are stepping into their power so that they can be a CEO of their business and their lives. She is a corporate wife, a mom of two, has a bachelor's in molecular genetics and medical technology. <laughs> and she is loaded with certifications like Reiki, NLP, human design, Gene Keys, a beauty boss, coach, and mentor with the Gold Digger Girl as well. Shaitali, thank you so much for being on today. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited, Courtney. It's fun to be on this side with you. Yes, it is. And you were my coach in the um, Gold Digger program. And that's how we first connected. And I felt like um, we've just, we were meant to be, I was meant to be with you and mentor on your, with you as well. It was so wonderful. Hey, thank you. I'm so happy. It was really exciting to watch your journey from where you started to where you are now. It's been beautiful to watch, especially as you yourself stepped into your own design. Yes. Yeah, it was. And it, it was such a transformation. I look back on <laughs> our the first time that we uh, had a coaching call and I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> last one. And I was like, it just felt so, such a different shift and change and pivot you know, yeah. and, but I would have never stepped on that road had I thought, you know, or come across human design. I would have been like, okay, that's cool. But, you know, that journey brought the human design coaching world towards me. And that was such a, an amazing journey. Yeah. It was beautiful to watch and to be able to like mentor in that space, mm -hmm. utilizing this. I don't know. It was just a really, well, it's still a beautiful journey to watch. So the unfolding. Yes. Yes. It, it's still unfolding. There's always layers, right? Right. Now I'm excited for today because you know a lot about human design. As I mentioned, you're certified in human design. You've studied it um, along with lots of other modalities. 
Um, so you come to the table with a lot of experience in this area. So we can take the conversation a little deeper and uh, or wider and whatever we want to go. So I want to um, get to know our coaches better for the audience first. So I would love to hear about a favorite book or show that you're into lately. Oh, my favorite book is actually a kid's book. It's All the Places You'll Go by Dr. Seuss. Yes. Yeah, it's my favorite book. Look, it doesn't matter your age. It's it's basically taking the concept of life and being able to explain it to a five-year-old. And I think it's brilliant. And those days where you feel lost, confused, it's one of those books that you can go back to and it kind of like helps remind you that it's a journey. You have to just keep going one foot in front of the other. You'll have those bumps in the roads, but it doesn't matter. You keep moving forward. Yes. And it, I remember my mom actually gave that book to me when I was going off to college and she wrote in there, um, I need to go find it actually. So a beautiful message about you're going to great places. And it was, yeah, it's so impactful. It's so simple, but so impactful. I love it. I love the power of words. And I'm sure you've heard me in our coaching sessions also, but for me, it's so important that if you are going to be able to convey something, a message, you need to be able to tell it to a five-year-old. So that's why that book is so profound. I mean, it's taking life and anybody can look at that book and understand it. Yes. Yeah. And across demographics, across backgrounds, yeah. all that same, the same message that we have the journey. So yeah. speaking of journeys, um, do you have a favorite place that you like to travel to? Oh, um, no, we are a corporate family. So, you know, I've lived all over the world and we are of the mindset that what's the next adventure. I'm not sure that we necessarily have the same place that we keep going to. We mm -hmm. don't, I don't know. We haven't been that family yet. Who knows in the future, but it's always like, Oh, what's the next adventure? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's so neat to be so flexible, you know, and you guys just moved to Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. <laughs> we just moved here from Long Island um, right in the beginning of September. Wow. End of, yeah, beginning of September, right after the long weekend, I think, because school started. Yeah. I know it was last month, but I'm telling you, it feels like it was forever ago. Yes. And that's such a different shift. Anything from New York City area is such a different shift, you know? So, yes. yeah. yeah. It's different. It takes me a little bit longer to get places, but it's okay. I like the drive. It's quite beautiful. Yes, it's gorgeous. Yeah, totally. Well, I'm so excited to dive into your chart and to the pieces that spoke to me. So um, when I look at someone's chart, I always um, am very intuitive with it. I'm like, what are the, what is your soul trying to um, share with me, with the world? And so we're going to touch in on those soul messages. So the first place I always like to address is um, your type. So you're a manifesting generator and you have this abundant energy with this also driven um, um, way of how to look at things and how things can be done, right? And so you have this ability to be a multitasking master. You're actually better when you're multitasking than when you are told to just focus on one thing, you know? So kicking out that thought that, oh, well, I just need to do things linear is always so much better for your alignment. It's always so much better for your design because you can get the things that you need to get done the most 
when you are doing these multitasking uh, projects, tasks, events, whatever it is, goals that you're trying to reach. So as you take this pathway, it's not going to look like ABC. It's going to look more like we're going to go D and then we're going to hop to Z and then we're going to come back to L, you know? So it's right. going to be this pathway that's different. And what you do that's so beautiful within that is you take the important parts of each of those pieces of that journey or of that process and then you can combine it to become um, this next step and phase or goal in your journey. So it doesn't need to look linear, you know? So oftentimes in business, um, they're like, hey, you know, focus, 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 be task oriented or things like that. But the more freedom that you have within your coaching practice and in your career, the more that you will accelerate. It's just how it is. It's so beautiful. So um, micromanaging and rules don't really work for you. <laughs> you have your own systems, yeah. but you do not like to be micromanaged and have those rules. Um, and so you know how, as you've been living you, a manifesting generator, what has been one of the greatest challenges to living as an MG? Challenge? Um, what has kind of caused your alignment to like, you know, um, too much structure. Okay, great. Can you tell me about that? Um, like I'm task oriented, list oriented, but I don't necessarily need, as you were saying, like A, B, C, D, E, F, you know, I don't need the whole alphabet spelled out for me. Um, I like to be able to just be in my own flow and I'll get things done. But if it's kind of too rigid, yeah, there needs to be that flexibility. Yeah. So how do you create a day? I guess, how do you, um, you have these tasks that you're doing, right? Your task list. Mm -hmm. How do you create that um, freedom and fluidity within that so that you're getting all the things you do and get accomplished? Do you have like a certain... um, Um, I don't have an actual order. I kind of go with what I need to do first mentally Uh and then I move into my day. So it's not like I start here and then I start there and then I go there. Sometimes I'm doing three of them at the same time, but they're all getting done efficiently, which I know sounds counterintuitive, but that's kind of how I process through my day. Yeah. So there's a lot of freedom then, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, kind of how do I want to say this? Like we always have things that need to get done from a business standpoint, life standpoint, whatever. And I think for me, it is just looking at what the to-do list is. And then I pick, okay, which one am I going to start with? It's not necessarily that the list is in order. Does that make sense? Oh, that totally makes sense. Again, and it kind of goes with this, like, um, you know, your priorities are on the list, but you're not so structured where you're like, it has to be number one, number two, or number three. It has to go in this order. You start, right. you feel drawn towards, is that right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And then you can master and accomplish so much as you just start in on that process. Yeah. And trusting that that's the way to go. Like the trust part, I think is the, the and I don't want to say the hardest part, but the trickiest part. Cause it doesn't, it looks like chaos <laughs> half the time. Right. But it's, it's, it's like controlled chaos, I'm yes. going to say. 
Yeah. Did you used to um, be hard on yourself about that? Or did it take yeah, because it looks like yeah, 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 for sure. Because it looks like the Tasmanian devil usually has run through <laughs> my stuff, you know, and <laughs> that is the opposite of what you think of when you think of someone who is in business or who, well, in any, in any facet of life, really. Um, it's, it is organized clutter, I would say, but clutter, because I don't have a better word for it. Yeah, You know, like when you walk into your kid's room, like a teenager's room and you see all the stuff and they're like, like, don't touch it because it's all organized and I know where to find my stuff. It's that process. So it doesn't like outwardly looking in, it looks messy, but there's a rhythm to it for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That rhythm of being an MG and aligning with that um, allows you to have the freedom to get so much more done, you know, because oftentimes what we do is what everybody has done, no matter their design type, is they've taken um, these thoughts from other people or from themselves, and they've adopted that as their own, such as, well, I have to work number one, number two, number three. You know, this is the right. order that I was told to go in, right? right. And especially for an MG, your order is going to be all over the place. It's going to look all over the place. And if you can drop that expectation that it has to look a certain way, or that other people will be judging your process and things, you can allow freedom from those thoughts and just do your day, how it needs to get done within those tasks. Like it's still all getting done. It's just looking different to you and to what the business world says to do this way, but it's magical. Your processes are magical and they create this um, an immense amount of energy behind it. And then this creativity flow as well with that. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right. So also on your chart, one of the um, key areas that we always want to look at when we're looking um, into our charts is our profile. Now a profile is um, made up of two numbers and yours is five, two. And the first number is the way you see yourself. And the second number is the way others see you. Now, oftentimes we have this kind of blind spot for how do we see ourselves or how others see us. And there's a lot of um, businesses, processes that like, okay, now go ask your friends. What do they think about you? You know, type of thing, or go get feedback from others. And this is a really neat way to see this tool being used um, and to recognize what, how do I see myself and how do others see me so that we can tap into those gifts and those layers. So you are the self-motivated hero. Um, number five is the liberator. You have this save the day energy. You love to help others. You're naturally likable. People can sense that you can save them. And so having this discernibility about going either all in or having some boundaries around that is really helpful. Now this number two is the natural and there are certain things you seem effortlessly good at, which is so right on, all of this is right on. So um, from what I know about you and I'm gonna get your experience as well, but um, you're effortlessly good at things without really knowing how you got there. And um, there's this pressure in the world um, to have lots of qualifications and certifications and things like that but you don't need to earn your wisdom. You already have it inside of you. So allowing it to have space to shine and be in that zone of genius because it will readily appear. 
Now, when this five and this two come together, you are um, a brilliant fixer and solver. You have this altruistic heart as you do so, and you want to make things better. And this is your gift. You see something and you want to create excellence within the world. And you feel um, this worthiness as you contribute to the world and you contribute to others. So how have you seen this in your career? I would love to see, share how you've seen this gift in your career. Well, I'm a mentor. So it kind of just, it's unfolded into this space. Um, I will say unconsciously, always a coach mentor consciously now just really stepping into that so then being able to utilize that fixer problem solver personality um has led me here to like what i do now what i'll do tomorrow who knows but as it as it evolves it's it's been fascinating to kind of see the unfolding as it's happened because it wasn't intentional Right. It was not conscious like, okay, I'm going to be a coach. It's kind of, um, it was my own self-discovery. So all my certifications were for me and then now they benefit others. So it's, it's been like that excavating process and that's brought me here. That's brought you here. Yes. And did you ever feel, um, during this process, like, um, that you were mentoring and coaching people in different avenues and spheres that you were in? That's what I'm saying. Always. Yeah. Like it always was some, something I was doing yeah, just naturally doing, not necessarily like actively, like this is my job kind of a thing, yeah. but as it, that's what makes it so funny that that is what I do now. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I, you said all your certifications, all leading up to this moment was to pour into yourself really, and to allow yourself to have mechanisms to help coach and guide other people, you know, and we think about even like 10 years ago, you know, like coaches were, you know, people on basketball teams, you know, like yeah. <laughs> for, so it, for real, that's yeah. like business coaching and mentoring. That was kind of more almost like an elitist type of thing. Whereas now it's, it's not. And it's, that's, well, it's the beauty of it. More people have access. Yes, more people have access. And they're what and I'm, you know, I always think back to how this world is getting better from when I was growing up, you know, and business coaches and life coaches. I'm like, where would we be without it? You know, uh, it is just that mentorship is everything. And I don't know how people did it before, I guess, you know, it was like you magically fell into whatever, you know, but um, having that excitement to help others has just been this natural thread throughout your whole entire life. And so beautiful to see it in motion. And I've seen it personally, you know, like we, you could just ask a question to me and that's always started with our conversations on our one-to-ones was how are things going, you know? And I knew that you were there for me as far as wanting to help me to get to the, my goal, you know, you were so invested in me and helping me to continue my journey. It was just a beautiful thing. So when I read over this, um, and again, I tell people all the time with human design, like I come to someone's chart and I'm like, just tell, you know, chart, tell me what I should talk about, you know? Yeah. Um, and I cannot memorize all the pieces on a chart, you know, there's just, no <laughs> way. <laughs> it is it's so in depth. It is. It's so in depth. 
And so I just grab the pieces that are gravitating towards me. But when I was going over this five, two and going over your chart, um, I was like, this is so Shaitali, you know, like through and through, you know, it's woven into her very DNA that you were meant to do this. And so it, this career finding you, um, was so harmonic. Oh, that's a pretty word. I like it. Thanks. Oh, I like how that flows. Yeah, it, it, it really is true. Now, also on your chart, another um, part is that stood out to me, and I wanted to um, talk through this with you, is um, your sacral inner authority. Now, we know inner authority is our GPS, right? It helps navigate our journey, helps us make better decisions. It gives us clarity and kind of a toolkit on how do we make decisions personally. Mm -hmm. And um, yours is sacral. And this is kind of this feeling in your gut, you know, where your gut is drawing you towards is where you need to go towards. Um, it's kind of this rush of excitement physically being pulled towards somewhere. You can also get clarity with this by asking yourself yes or no questions, even to the point of like, <clears throat> as people are building their relationship with their sacral inner authority, because all of human design is a practice, right? Mm -hmm. Humanity is a practice, right? We're always practicing, um, our best self. So just like going to the gym is a practice. Um, the more that we listen to our body, the more it's going to lead us in the right direction. So with your sacral inner authority, you can ask yourself yes or no questions to really hone in on that. And it can be as simple as, um, do I want to get pizza for dinner tonight? That's exactly what I was just thinking to myself. Anyways. <laughs> Yes. And it's kind of like this lean in. If it's a yes, it's kind of like a lean in, you know, um, it's a exciting feeling, right? It just feels good and going in that right direction. Where if it's like, oh no, it's kind of a mm, blah feeling, right? Unsettled. Um, a lot of times overthinking can get in the way, you know, because the direction that the gut is telling you to go in is the direction you should go in, but then our brains keep trying to find loopholes with things, keep trying to over strategize, over analyze, overthink everything, you know, and this really takes that out of the picture. So how has um, following your gut um, in your career really helped your um, journey? Uh, it's become a practice actually um, mm -hmm. with everything I've, not with everything, to the best of my ability, it's always yes, no questions. And then really waiting for that response, because as you're saying, overthinking does become, it, it was well, natural, right? We're human. So you start thinking about it and that's that disconnection between like the mind and the body. And the more you can tune in, and I think it's true for any authority, but especially the sacral, because the sacral will give different sounds for yes and no. And even the yeses will sound different. So learning to... Um, I don't want to say learning to hear, but learning to really understand what it feels like as an individual, like within one's own body. Because I know for me, it may feel different than the next MG who's got that sacral inner authority, right? So it's it's a practice, really, almost like a form of meditation in that sense. Yeah. So when you're getting that gut response that's saying yes, what does that feel like to you? It feels like um, expansion. So I think like from a visual standpoint, the best way to think like the, the best way I could describe it is like when you're blowing air into a balloon 
and you can see it expand. It's kind of that same feeling. And then what if it's a no, it's like it constricts and it's like someone's letting the air out basically. Um, so that's how it feels for me. It's never this real rush of like, oh my God, I'm so excited. That's kind of just like my emotion versus like my actual sacral reaction is very quiet in that sense. Yeah. So did it take time to kind of hone in on that and to listen to that, you know, since it's that quieter stillness? Yeah, definitely. Because again, it's, it's the confusion between the emotional piece and the actual response piece. You want it to sound like, you know, it's as if someone came to your house and was like, here's a million dollars. You're going to be super emotionally excited. Mm -hmm. Right. But your cycle may be like, "Mm, something's not right. Mm-hmm. do I want to accept the check? Yes or no. And it might be a no. And then, but your emotions kind of override it. So it's really learning to not only hear it or feel it, but to trust it. And I keep coming back to trust, but it, that's, that's really the relationship you end up building through human design, like that self-trust. Yes. That self-trust. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's um, trusting. And the more that we trust, the more that we'll get to know those clues better. Yeah. And it's going to become easier to uh, step into and to allow that. Oh yeah. That's what that feeling is, you know? So I'm right. going to go with that feeling, you know? And um, it's that s- same feeling. That's not going to lead you astray, even though it looks like taking that million dollar check. Hello, duh, you know, but right. if it's not meant for you, you're going to end up on a journey over here when you're really supposed to be over here. And so, you, of course, you're going to end up over here at some point or another. It's just going to take a little bit more time to get over there, you know, so that overthinking, that um, challenging those those inner gut feelings and um, just distracts us from the end goal. And and it's just going to take longer to come back to where we should be because it always comes back around, you know. Right. And then it feels taxing. Yes. When it's not where you're supposed to go, at least for me, it's like a lot of frustration and it's more like angst versus like joy or excitement. So that's another way, like I'm able to discern whether or not I'm on the right path. Yeah. And I think too, that settling feeling so many, um, in business, so many people discount that I feel settled in this route, you know, um, I feel like almost like stillness, do you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think of kind of what, when the ocean is still, right. It's just settled and calm, you know, and that's a real feeling that we want to be drawn towards, you know, and we want to go after and can be a great mile marker saying, Hey, we're going in the right direction. And so oftentimes, um, it's, Oh, make a decision really quick, you know, even if you don't feel settled, but allowing ourselves to give us space to feel settled is purposeful and it's intentional, you know? So oftentimes I'm, I coach with my MGs and my gens and I'm like, just give space for the answer to come. It will come, but you don't have to respond right away. You know, you don't have to say, yes, this is the direction we're going into. A great boss is settled in her decisions She's settled in the direction she wants to go into. So um, allow yourself space and say to yourself or to other people, hey, I need more time to be settled on this, you know, and give yourself that time and it'll always come, you know, it's always on right there, just waiting for space to see and develop it. It's true. 
Yeah, it's true. I, again, to trust it, even if it seems counterintuitive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on your chart as well, there are centers on your chart, um, on your body graph. And um, these are like chakras. Now, human design has their own kind of energy centers. And each energy center has a job to do. Now, you have defined energy centers and undefined energy centers. The defined ones are in color and the undefined ones are in white. Now, the defined ones are the ones that you always have these gifts with you always, right? The job is always going within these energy centers. So you have the throat, which is communication and manifestation. You have the G center, which is identity and love and direction. You have the ego, which is willpower, or I like to call it the heart because ego, you know, that phrase people think, oh, well, no, but it's the heart. It's the willpower. And we're going to look more the, about that because you have some, a lot of gifts within that. You have the sacral, which is your energy center. Um, you have the spleen, which is intuition, and you have a lot of intuitive powers as well. So let's look at the heart center. The heart center is all about willpower, right? It's this willpower to get it done. Like, I want this. I always think about it like, you know, when you go into Target or a store that you like and you see something that you like and you just naturally go out and like touch it. <laughs> yeah. um, so my when my husband that comes to Target with me, which is very rare, He's like, why do you always touch things? I'm like, cause they're so cute. I need to touch it. You know, I need to feel it. It's like bringing it in towards me, you know? So, um, but it's this, yes, I want this. And this, um, force that's like, I'm going to go after it. Now you have, um, a lot of channels coming off of that. And, um, so you have some gates actually coming off of that as well. So I want to break down the gates that are on your human design chart. Now gates are like pathways. They look like, um, your human design chart looks like it has all these pathways on it. Right. So channels are the defined ones. They go all the way across and they're colored in and gates are halfway across and they're colored in. And so we're going to look at these defined gates and channels as well. So in your heart, you have um, number 26, which is knowing that the right way to say something. You understand that if you're speaking to people, how to phrase things so it lands correctly. You have this gift of being able to help those that are in need and to phrase it in a way that really helps them to move forward. Now, you also have this um, need to impact others. This is another gate. And the main thing is about impacting others and allowing them to get through blocks and have impact in their own lives. And then you have another gate on the heart. So you have almost all the heart um, defined. You have a defined heart, but you'll have a lot of everything surrounding it as far as gates defined as well. So you have a lot of power in this willpower, a lot of gifts strengthening you. So you have another one, it's the natural instinct of how to control resources. Now, um, you know how to magnify certain material resources um, as well as being efficient in how they're used. And so really organizing those resources um, and resources can be people, they can be things, they can be whatever, but utilizing those and harnessing those um, as well. So I would love to hear about like, this um, willpower in your life, how have you seen it? Um, 
as you, this desire to, I want this, I want to go forward in this direction. How have you seen that play out? <laughs> Where haven't I seen it play out? That's the question. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Um, so my husband, usually he'll get mad. He's like, oh, are you asking me about doing something or have you already decided and you're telling me you're going to do something? <laughs> um, and it's typically the latter, but that's very much how I am, right? Mm -hmm. And so if I have an idea and I, before I even learning my human design, like I knew that what it felt like for it to be a yes for me. And I'm like, hmm, okay, that's what I'm going for. Funny enough, that's actually why I'm even in this space now. I started because I, when we came back to the US, I wanted um, a business where I would have that laptop lifestyle, where I would just have to pick up my laptop and go to the next location. Um, because prior to moving overseas, I had a, a special events and wedding business that I had started oh. and hair and makeup and all of that. But oh, you know, it doesn't know travel well. Yeah. Oh. And that also same, I had an idea and then I just like, okay, we're going to make it happen. And that's how I function. I don't really like the word no, um, but I'll accept it when I think it's real, when I start to realize, okay, it's not for me, but otherwise I'm kind of like that bulldozer and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. And can you like, is it, do you, is it this feeling that just you start initiating things and start doing things before you even realize like what's going on? Or are you just like, this is a thought, here we go. You know? It's both. Okay. It's both because a lot of it, like I'll have the idea or like I'll play with it. And I'm, you know, I'm like, oh, okay. If I can't stop thinking about it, I need to see what's going on. And then the more I think about it, then naturally I notice things just kind of happen. Oh. Um, and I kind of just trust it. And I just bulldoze that way. That's beautiful. Yeah. You just trust it and natural things start to happen. That's yeah. extraordinary. Um, another center that I wanted to focus on is the G Center. And this is life, love, direction, and identity. So you have a lot of gates coming off of your heart and you have a lot of channels coming off your G center, okay? But sometimes it's easier to break down the channel as a gate to really see and deep dive into there and get some more details on what is this gift that I can bring to the world, you know, and hone that. So you have um, 15, which is the acceptance of our different ways and extremes. So the need to go to the edges and explore, right? And um, to understand and come back and educate others on that. How, right? Um, and then point out the wisdom from that. You have another gate, um, 10, which is the love of life. You help others to fall in love with life as you have fallen in love with it, right? Um, and you're always waiting for life to be more, but not in a negative way, but you're just excited about the next steps and stages and the directions. And you're this beacon holder for others to love life, right? To when crap hits the fan, you're like, we got this, you know, we're going to be okay. And sharing that gift with others so that they can see how to emulate that in their own life. You know, you're like, Hey, when one door shuts, another opens, or we have this whole, you know, scene in front of us. Let's go grab it. Now you have another gate. It's one, and it's the ability to create newness for the sake of the individual expression. So you have, um, you have new ideas and projects. 
Um, you love to have this kind of creative wave through that. And to celebrate that wave and to go after those um, abilities to create this new way of think, thinking, feeling, goals, whatever it is to the table. Um, now, we know that business can be stressful, right? And as you are coaching one-to-one, you see that directly. And you saw that with me too, you know? Yeah. Um, so there's ups and downs with this, but this these gifts that you have really showcase like, hey, it's going to be okay, you know? There's this better part for you right down the road, you know? You can just go on the journey, just keep going on the journey. So how do you use these gifts um, to coach others through their ups and downs? You know, how are you harnessing um, that ability to say, hey, you know what? It is going to be okay. But sometimes um, they don't really realize it at the moment. How do you use your gifts? Um, I shift the focus because oftentimes we're so stuck and that's the only thing we're thinking about. Yeah. Right. So it's about shifting that focus and then kind of trusting or not trusting. It's about showcasing all the things that they've already done. Mm. Right. Because typically we're looking for proof that, oh, am I capable of doing this? Like the evidence, the evidence is already there. You just don't see it because you're stuck right now in this little hole that you've kind of dug for yourself. So it's seeing outside of the hole and really dealing with the reality of the situation. It's not just this one small piece. It's so much bigger, but you can't see it. What's that saying? Not seeing the trees for the forest or forest for the trees. Oh, being the weeds. Yeah, that. Yeah. So they get stuck down there. And it, so it's really about shifting the focus. Shifting the focus. But a lot of it, I don't think about as it's happening. It's more just intuitive and in the moment. I know we've had that experience. And the running joke was, I don't understand what you're telling me. <laughs> And, and it is and well and what I loved too about our experience together is you were always this anchor of like I knew um anchoring in on hey um you're walking down the journey you're doing so good because you're actually on the path yeah and the more that you keep walking I'm going to be here to cheer you on every step of the way right I'm going to be yeah. showing you um, just by being you, that this journey is beautiful, even though it doesn't feel beautiful right now, you know, um, right. and you can trust me that um, I can hold space for you, you know, and I love that part of it. Thank you. That's beautiful. And really, it's because, again, when you have that third party perspective, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm emotionally involved, but I'm not emotionally invested. Meaning there's that detachment that happens, right? And so I can see like, okay, you're going to feel the emotions. It's your business. It's kind of like when you have a baby and now you're pregnant and now you had the baby when it was pregnant, when you're still pregnant, it's, that's just yours. Now the baby's out in the world and now you're, it's exposed to people, places, opinions, all the things. The same thing with business. You've been holding on to it, cultivating it, creating it. And when it has to go out, you're like, Oh my God. And that's when all the doubt and all like the, um, the bumps, yeah, all of yeah. that stuff really starts to come out. So if you can continue to hold space for your client as they're walking through that, again, refocusing on and showcasing all the evidence that all the evidence that they've already done. Things, right. And so it's, it's learning that self-trust, but it, 
to kind of bring it back to the centers and stuff. That's probably why I also have so many certifications because I wanted the support that I didn't see per se and I gave it to myself. And now through that, it, it kind of just flows out. Right. Yeah. Well, and having this um, energy center define this, um, you know, identity, love, um, direction allows people to feel safe and anchored in in your direction. So whenever we have a defined energy center, right, those with undefined energy centers in the area can also feel the gift of your energy going into them, right? Right. So even though we're on Zoom, we're still filling up each other's energy or um, we're listening to things, we're still getting energy back and forth, back and forth. And so as a coach, I think that's such a beautiful gift for you to have is to anchor in on that and to share and shine that with others. Yeah, it's um, it's funny process, right? Because I'm sure as you're coaching your own clients, you're not really thinking about it. It just kind of naturally flows through you. Yes, yeah, it's like this natural gift. And to like be able to shine that in other people's directions is just an, an incredible story to tell, you know? And it's an incredible way to like say, hey, I have these gifts. Let me help you in this direction, you know? Right. So in that way, it's really fascinating. So Shitali, we could go on and on, right? It <laughs> would be so great. Um, but I would love for people to connect with you, to get coaching with you. So how do they connect with you and get into your world? Oh, well, definitely through Courtney. She has direct access to me always. And then you can join me in my Facebook group or friend me on any social platform. I'm there at J Valley V Desai and say hi, don't be shy. I think that's the biggest thing. So I will invite you to send a message or again, Courtney can introduce us too. So whatever is easiest. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. And to um, send her a message, it's just a connection you will not want to miss in your life because Shaitali brings all these gifts to everybody that she interacts with. It's just beautiful. You know, you're divinely in tune with who you are and that resonates so much with the power that you have in your coaching practice so it's beautiful thank you it was lovely being here thank you for the invitation thank you so much for being on and um and i'll have all those links in the show notes and everybody on um, and listening if you want to take a screenshot of this podcast episode and put it up in your stories and tag Shaitali and I, and we'll shout you out as well. So thank you so much, Shaitali, for being on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. And thank you for entertaining my crazy background today. But that's okay. The show must go on. Thank you right. again for inviting. It was beautiful. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, let's rise to thrive. Thank you for being a part of this episode. I so appreciate you connecting with me. Screenshot this episode and put it up in your stories and make sure you tag Courtney Koenig and then I can shout you out as well. Please subscribe to get every episode and rate this podcast and write a review. I love hearing from you. Check out the show notes for more ways that we can connect and work together. Let's rise to thrive.